Hey everybody, welcome back to another week at Faith Over Fear. Hope you guys had a good weekend. I hope last week was good for you guys. I hope that this episode really encouraged you guys to dig a little bit deeper into the Word, deep, dig deeper into prayer, so that revival can continue to break loose in our country. I know that the revival that broke out in the college in Kentucky has officially, officially ended However, it's our duty and it's our job as believers to continue to let that revival break loose through our country, which leads us to this week's episode, What is Stopping You? Now, I've got scripture and I've got some just some stuff that I kind of want to touch on, um, things that I've fought in my own life, that I've struggled with in my own life, that I'm sure all of us as believers excuse me, have struggled with. So before I get into that, I do want to just take a brief moment to mention the Talking Jesus doll. A couple weeks ago, we had an episode with uh, the founder, Dave Morrow. I want to encourage you guys, if you haven't seen that episode yet, it was a couple weeks ago. Go back, take a listen to it. It was an awesome episode. It was awesome to be able to have him on the show and kind of hear his heart and, and behind the Talking Jesus doll. And I want to encourage you guys, as Easter is only about two months away, if you have kids, grandkids, nieces, nephews, it does make a great Easter gift, the Talking Jesus doll. If you go to jesusdoll.com forward slash faith over fear, use faith over fear as a promo code, you'll get 10% off, guys. It makes a great gift, so go check it out. Also, don't forget, we are on Shopify now, so those of you who are watching on YouTube, I have a new hat on this week. It's um, our embroidered hats, so we've got leather patch, leather patch hats, embroidered hats, we've got shirts, we've got hoodies, we've got car decals. There may be quarter zips coming up on the shop soon. Don't hold me to that. They've been a hot topic and a hot... Um, product as I've been wearing mine to work. If you're in corporate America, I want to encourage you, maybe shoot me an email if that's something that you're interested in. It is awesome to be able to wear my Faith or Fear stuff to work and it has actually got a lot of interaction. So I want to uh, encourage you guys to check out our Shopify account. And so now that all that is over, let's get into this week's episode. And again, it's called What's Stopping You? What's Stopping Me? What's Stopping the American Church from Continuing This Revival? And so I think that there's a couple things um, and there's scripture that I want to use, but I think the first thing is, is um, I think what uh, what's stopping a lot of us, and I think what's there's two big things that's stopping the American church in today's um, in today's world. Number one is false doctrine. We've got a lot of false teaching out there, and guys, it is what it is. And if if you know me, if you've been listening to this podcast long enough, I don't sugarcoat stuff. I'm transparent and I'm honest. I'm really big on that. And so it is what it is. There's a lot of false doctrine out there. There's a lot of false teachings out there. There's a lot of pastors out there that are more worried about getting millions of followers on um, Instagram or on TikTok or on Twitter or, or getting the numbers into their church so that, um, you know, tithe is up and numbers are up and everything looks good. And, and they're more concerned with that then they are staying rooted in the Word of God. And so they begin to start twisting what the Word of God says. And that's, you know, Scripture that we used last week is be careful because they're going to give you things that your itching ears want to hear, not sound doctrine. And remember, sound doctrine is the Word of God. So the number one thing I think that's stopping us is false doctrine and false teachers. The number two thing is, is the people who don't listen to these, um, the people who don't fall into that category, the Christians who are just scared. And I'm just going to call it how it is. And I get it. It's not necessarily the cool thing to be a Christian in today's world. I know it's not necessarily, quote unquote, the easiest thing to do in America today. And I know that you're going to be called a lot of names. I know that people are going to argue with you. I know people are going to hate you. I know people are going to do all these things to you because you believe in God. And guess what? Who cares what other people think? Who cares? 
We have a heavenly father. We have a creator that loves us. And so if I'm being honest with you, one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to start faith over fear is because I saw a lot of fear in people. They wanted to be quiet. They wanted, you know, they don't, they want to love God. They want to, they want to know God. They want to be Christians. They want to make heaven, but they want to do it in the back row of church. They want to do it quietly. They don't want to, you know, ruffle any feathers. They don't want to talk about it with people. But we as believers, we were called to live a life like Jesus. And if you read scripture, there was nothing quiet about Jesus. And so I think that those that those are the two number or the number two things in my opinion that I think is stopping revival from breaking out. And I know that I've talked with my wife. I know that I've talked with my twin brother. We talked about it in our prayer group um, for Foundation Church. We've talked about it in our own lives on why is revival not breaking out in our church? Why is revival not breaking out in our city? Why is it not breaking out where we're at? And so I want to encourage you guys because some of you guys listening, you might be thinking the same thing. And and I get it. And so there's some scripture I want to share with you guys on how I think we can get through these barriers of what's stopping us and we can get to what God's calling us and we can get revival to break out in our churches and in our homes and in our communities. And so with that being said, there's there's two things, there's three things really, but there's two things that I'm going to talk on. The first thing is, is prayer and belief. I think the number one thing that, that we need to do to see revival break loose in our country see it break loose in our churches, see it break loose in our lives, our communities, is pray and believe. Prayer and believe. And so I'm going to read some scripture here. I'm going to try to go kind of quick, but I don't want to go too quick. And I want to encourage you guys, we always put the scripture in the notes. So go back and read the scripture, dive into the word. But we're going to start with Mark 11, 23 through 26. And this is Jesus talking. It says, have faith in God. That's Right? Believing, right? That's faith. Have faith in God, Jesus answered. Truly, I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in their hearts, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your Father in heaven may forgive you of your sins." And so as it say right there, it says, believe in your prayers and it shall be done. Believe in your prayers and it shall be done. So if revival is what you're wanting to see. If you want to see revival break loose in your, in your country, in your communities, in your churches, the number one thing I would say is pray and believe. Pray and believe. If we say that revival is going to break loose in our country, if we say it and we ask it and we believe it, then it'll happen. And guys, I'm telling you, that's what we have to do. That's where we have to start. Now we're going to jump ahead to Romans here. Um, let's see. Romans chapter 8, verses 26 through 28, 28. It says, in the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes of God's people in accordance with the will of God. Praying and believing, guys, the Holy Spirit will intercede for us in our prayers, even when we don't have the words to pray, even when we don't know what we should be praying for, even when we ought to not know or not know what we ought to pray for. God will see our hearts, and through the intercession of the Holy Spirit, God will move. God will move. 
and staying in Romans chapter 12, verse 12. It says, Be joyful in hope, patient in affection, and faithful in prayer. Faithful in prayer. As we talk about it on this podcast all the time, about the importance of staying in the Word, the importance of staying in prayer, and the importance of worshiping every single day. I want to encourage you, if you want to see revival break loose, if you want these things that are stopping you, if you want these walls that are hindering you to break, dig into the in, into the Word and stay in prayer and believing what you pray. And I mean truly believing. Because I think what happens a lot of times in our own lives when we start praying, we have our own doubts because we're in and, and that's that's normal because we're human. But Jesus says, pray with belief. Don't just say empty words. Don't just say things because it sounds good. Don't just say things because it's what you know you've been taught to do through church for all these years. Pray in believing. Pray and believe that what you're praying for, what you're asking for, what you're wanting to see will happen because of who we serve. Pray and believe, guys. And then, like I just said, it's staying in the Word. Hiding the Word in your heart. It's so important to stay in the Word of God so that when you come across things in life, you come across these challenges, you come across these situations, you hide the Word in your heart so that you know how to handle all of these situations. You know what the Scripture says to get you through all of these situations. And so the first thing I want to read is John 1.1. It says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that has been made. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Stay in the Word, because when you stay in the Word, you're staying with God. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. It's so important to stay in this book, guys. It's so important to stay in the Word of God and hide it in your hearts. And so the last scripture I want to kind of come to is in Psalms, and this is King David. It's 119. The first verse is verse 11. It says, I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. I hide I have hidden the word in my heart that I might not sin against you. And guys, that's what we need to be doing. We need to be hiding the word in our hearts so that we don't sin against God. We need to be hiding the words in our hearts so that we are readily equipped to handle the situations thrown at us in today's world. We need to be like King David and hide it in our hearts. And if you continue on in, in Psalms 119, verse 105, it says, your word is a lamp for my feet and a light unto my path. A lamp for my feet and a light for my path. So when you look at the scripture that we're talking about, staying in the word, why is it so important? Because his, because his word will light your path, hide it in your heart so you don't sin against God. And remember that in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word is God. It's so important to hide this book in your hearts. 
This is the firm foundation. This is the sound doctrine that we talked about last week. So guys, I want to encourage you. If you are like me and my wife and my twin brother and a lot of people that I know, and you're saying, why is revival not breaking loose here? Why are we not seeing it here? Maybe it's time to look in the mirror and do a self-check. Guys, I had to do it. My wife and I, we talked about it. Are you staying rooted in this word? Are you praying? And most importantly, are you believing? Are you believing? Jesus said if you had enough faith to tell a mountain to go into the sea, it would be done. Faith is small as a mustard seed. Guys, I'm telling you, if you stay rooted in this word, if you stay rooted in prayer and you believe, then revival will break loose in this country. And guys, it is so desperately needed. It is so desperately needed. If you see the things going on in the world, if you see the things on the news, if you see things in politics, if you see what's happening in our schools, if you see all of these things, we live in a broken world in need of salvation. Revival can break loose wherever you are, wherever you are listening. If you pray and believe and you stay rooted in the word of God, it is the sound doctrine. And I want to encourage you guys, going back to the two things that I feel like are stopping us, if you're one of these people who are listening to false teachers, the false doctrine, telling you that things like homosexuality won't send you to hell, telling you things like the Bible doesn't say abortion is wrong, telling you things like transing our children or is okay. If you're listening to pastors or teachers say things like that, that is the false doctrine, that is false teachers, that's doing what we talked about last week, giving you what your itching ears want to hear. They're telling you what's going to make you feel better instead of telling you what the Word of God says. If you are listening to people like that, if you are following people like that, I want to encourage you, stop. These false teachers will go away if we just stop following them. I want to encourage you to find people who are rooted in sound doctrine and are going to stand on grace and truth. So if you're out there and you listen to those people spreading lies, spreading what they want you to hear, Turn them off. Stop following them. Don't listen to them. And on the other side, if it's because you're scared to live out a life of faith because of what someone's going to call you or what someone's going to say to you, guys, I want to encourage you. That fear, those strongholds that are holding you back will be broke through prayer, believing, and sound doctrine. I promise. I live every single day of my life with one mission to share Jesus with somebody. Whether it's the same people, whether it's a new person, no matter who it may be. And I'll give you a story just to end on what happened to me last week. One story that happened to me last week. It was awesome. Like I said, I made a quarter zip so that I could start wearing it to work so I can have something that is business professional. And I was out to lunch um, with, a, uh, with, um, with some associates of mine. And I had an older gentleman see my quarter zip, and he said, what's your faith in? And I didn't know this man from Adam. I had no idea who he was. I said, sir, my faith is in Jesus Christ. And he smiled at me, and he said, good. And I said, and and I'm not ashamed of it. And there are other people around us, and I'm sure there are other people that heard this, and it it opened the door for me to be able to share my faith with these um, this older couple who were actually telling me that they went to church somewhere 
um, not too far from where I live and that their church was going through revival. And so it, it allowed me to say, you know, tell them about my family starting our church and, and the things that we're doing and the things that I'm doing through my podcast and, and not just the things that we're doing, but the things that God are doing through us. And it opened the door for me to be able to have this conversation with other believers. And guys, let me tell you something. When you stand with other believers, it makes life a lot easier. It makes it easy to be able to live a life of faith because you're surrounded with like-minded people. And so, why did well, you know? Why do I tell you that story? Yeah, I wear my faith or fear stuff every day that I can, not because I'm trying to brag about a podcast, not because I'm prideful, not because I just think it looks cool. Which side note, I do think it looks cool. I like them. <laughs> I do it so I can share my faith. I do it so I can share my faith. I do it so that other people can see. Because I want people to see Jesus when they see Tyler Campbell. I want people to encounter the Holy Spirit when they encounter Tyler Campbell. I want my cup to overflow into other people's lives. That's what I want. And that's what I want for you guys. That's what we should all want. And so I want to encourage you guys. If it's fear that's stopping you, reach out to me and I'll pray for you. I'd love to pray for you. I would love to intercede for you. You can email us at tyler.faithorfear at gmail.com. You can reach out to us on Facebook. Send me a message. I'd love to pray for you. I'd love to. Find somebody to pray with you. And allow the Holy Spirit to work in your life and break that fear gone. Choose faith over fear. And if it's if it's listening to false teachers, turn them off. Turn them off. I want to encourage you guys. Step out of the boat. Step out onto the waters with Jesus. And watch the storms around us calm and watch what the Holy Spirit can do. I want to encourage you guys this week. Don't let anything hold you back. Go get Jesus. Go get revival. Go get God. And watch what he's going to do in our country. I'm excited about it. I appreciate you tuning in this week, guys. As usual, find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter. We're out there on social media. You can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can also watch each episode on YouTube. And I want to encourage you guys, even if you're not a YouTube watcher, if, if you can, go subscribe to the channel so we can help grow our audience and let the content get out to more people. And again, it's not about Tyler Campbell. It's not about making me rich and famous. It's about furthering the kingdom. Love you guys, and we'll see you next week. Oh, that I-